The Interrobank podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex-bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Interrobank podcast. I'm your host, Ben Harrietha. Now, who doesn't love a good game of sports ball? Thank you for joining us this week. We have another great episode and another great guest coming up. But first, here's what's making news at Fanshawe this week. The Canadian Union of Public Employees is set to strike again on Monday after discussions with the Ontario government broke down. QP rejected the Ford government's offer of the equivalent of a 15.2% raise over the next four years, or 3.6% per year. This comes a week after Ford agreed to repeal his bill to override members' charter rights. QP has lowered its initial ask of 11% raises per year to 6% per year. A film produced by Fanshawe students and faculty has been nominated for an international award. One Equals People Plus Planet has been nominated for Best Eco Message at the Canadian International Fashion Film Festival. The film was developed with the goal of inclusivity and diversity in gender, culture, and indigenous communities. All of the garments used in the film are part of the collection from the Unbound Fashion Show. The Caniff Festival takes place in Toronto, November 28th to the 30th. And finally, the Ontario government is providing over $10 million to help post-secondary students get a jumpstart on their career. MeTax is a nonprofit that builds research partnerships between industry and post-secondary institutions. Using this funding, MeTax will create 2,700 paid internships in sectors like critical minerals, healthcare, and manufacturing. Over the next 10 years, the provincial government will invest over $500 million in order to support more Ontario-based research. For more information on these stories and more like it, check out our website at www.interrobank.ca. This week on the podcast, we have a newcomer to both the show and the Interrobank team. He's Interrobank's newest sports reporter, and he is big into podcasts. So he jumped at the chance to come on this week. So please welcome Justin Kaler. Uh, Justin, welcome to the podcast for the first time. Oh, thank you so much. It's uh, it's it's great being here. I'm really excited. Yeah, no, I, I think Hannah mentioned that you were uh, you were very interested in coming on the podcast or uh, doing something with it. So, oh, before I even talked with Hannah, there was already talk of podcast things, and um, yeah, the podcasts are just um, fun. Well, you know, they're pretty great. I, I I like doing them. Uh, it originally for me hosting started as like a um, uh, hey uh, Ben, could you just help us out this week? I, I I just don't have time to do the podcast this week, and then that was like uh, a month and a half ago. So I just been, <laughs> I've just been running it since then, um, which I'm not. I, I I like doing it. It's fun. Uh, so I I lo- yeah. I love them. I've done very different podcasts than this. The last one I did was a a, a Dungeons and Dragons specific themed podcast, and uh, it was That's horrible. Cool we had to, we had to discover all the audio problems as we went through day to day. Like we we had the the mic mounted on the table, and some of the players would just slam on the table whenever something cool happened, and the audio was terrible. But yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's cool. I ended up doing everything, all the the post production work and all that. So it was a lot of a lot of effort, but uh, but they're pretty fun. They're pretty cool. That was that was like the last podcast I worked on. It was uh, uh, it was something for my dad because so my dad runs an audio, uh, like he, he he's a voice actor, mm. and so he did a podcast on the side because someone told him that like oh that's good marketing, and 
it was fun but yeah i had to like i had to like schedule everything i had to come up with you know topics of what to talk about you know and then i had to edit the thing i had to upload it and i was just like damn this is a lot of work (laughs) yeah and and in in our case uh it's it's one thing talking about all the stuff you have to do, but when it's a, a three hour podcast and you have to sit through every little bit of it, ed- editing out all of the the audio cracks and the overmodulation, it's it's just daunting. Sometimes. Oh no, yeah, it's it's brutal. So, anyways, um, <laughs> how about you introduce introduce yourself for uh, the listeners who may not know who you are? Oh man, okay. Uh, so yeah, my name's uh, uh, Justin. It's it's technically pronounced Kaler, but uh, I my on screen and uh, doing all my reporting and journalism and all that, I go by Kohler just because it's easier to pronounce and search up. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I have a, a big background in uh, marketing and social media management, uh, mostly in the automotive sector uh, in terms of all my professional work i'm uh as i mean as we literally talked about i'm a, I'm a big nerd um i play D every week uh my fiance danica and i uh do what's called larp once a month which is just D on steroids it's it's the most nerdy thing i've ever done in my life um got two cats uh currently currently in school studying uh broadcast journalism and uh yeah having a having a great time it's nice it's a lot of fun. <laughs> broadcast journalism that's my that's my alma mater i guess there it's the program i took it's it's a good program i love that program yeah i Um, I never realized how much fun it was gonna be and uh none of it's ever felt like work i mean i'm also older than most of the people in the program which is a whole other topic i never thought i'd feel old in school um but uh but yeah it's it's been it's been tons of fun learning a whole bunch of cool stuff yeah that program attracts a lot of uh older folks it's really it's really interesting yeah because uh, uh, like even uh even in my program uh it was like i think i thought i was going to be like decently old going into it because i had already done like a year of college beforehand mm-hmm. and then uh like no there's someone in there that was like 35 yeah i think i right. think our oldest is is 30 i think i think we've got a 30 a 29 i think a 28 and then i'm i'm right at 25 uh but yeah yeah and then so it's 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 kind of both ends we don't really have anyone in the middle it's either you're you're 25 to 30 or you are fresh out of high school <laughs> pretty much yeah that was basically what it was like uh in ours it was crazy like people would be like uh you know hey what are you doing this weekend and so it was like oh i'm getting married yeah. And I was like, that's cool. I'm going to go play D&D with the boys, you know, like not that married people can't do that, but it was definitely just like, wow, we lead very different lives. Oh, and, man. And- yeah. Well, and I never thought I never thought I'd already start hitting that lingo gap between myself and an 18, 19 year old. But there's definitely been <laughs> once or twice where I've just felt old for some reason. And I'm not I'm 25. I'm not even old. So it's it's yeah. it's just strange. <laughs> Right. Like I, I just turned 21 like a couple days ago and um, someone said the word Riz to me, like unspeakable Riz. And oh. I was like, what the hell does that? Oh, mean? I don't even know what that is. I don't know if I've even and heard appara- that one. Apparently it means like 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 you have game <laughs> like you you, like. A, yeah, you got Riz. <laughs> like that that was literally me i was like okay gotta put that one in the old memory bank for later uh, <laughs> so 
you're our main sports writer for the most part at the Interrobang, uh, which also, by the way, how long have you been with Interrobang now? Like a couple months? A couple months, pretty much. Yeah, I think uh, once all the paperwork and all the back backdoor stuff got finished, I think start of October, I think was when I jumped on board. That sounds about right. Um, that that sounds approximately like what time I think I remember meeting you the yeah. first time. So, yeah, so you're our main sports writer. Uh, I don't think the sports section is mostly dominated by you. That's what uh, I like to hear. <laughs> yes, I think I, I jump in there occasionally uh, to, to write some weird stuff. And then I uh, slink back to my opinion hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the opinion section is my section. That's <laughs> the deep, the deep gaping crevice of opinion. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so so what got you in? To sports writing, I guess. Like, what, what's funny is up until probably only a few years back, um, I think maybe 2016, 2017, I did not care at all about sports. Um, and I, I stumbled upon the 2015 uh, Blue Jays and their postseason push. Mm. And then from there, it just went crazy. Uh, got really big into baseball. I mean, I, I had done pitching and stuff before, but I, it was more kind of like a something i felt i was good at not something i super enjoyed while i was doing it um and then yeah i really got the passion for it in 2015 really uh, dived into uh baseball more into basketball uh because i have an obsession with sneakers uh and then more so than into football because my one buddy got me into fantasy and i'm just very competitive and wanted to win so of course i had to learn the sport in depth uh, to make sure that I was in the best place possible. And then, yeah, from at, at that point, I realized, like, man, oh, God, I really like sports. When did that happen? <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, it's, and it's been great since. And now, uh, eventually down the line, sports casting in particular is something that's uh, on my table. So a lot can totally. change in the course of maybe five, six years. So it's, uh, it's kind of funny. And that's, and that's something that actually a lot of the people I know from broadcast journalism actually went up into. Mm um like so you're in first year so you probably wouldn't know them but uh the a couple of my buddies like amel alec and oh god uh i can't remember his last name but his, his yeah. name is ryan but uh they both went into sports casting like and they're doing uh sports casting for i think the uh like canadian basketball nice like they were doing it for what is it the london lightning okay yeah, yep yep that sounds great yeah yeah uh so yeah like and they did an internship with the london lightning and now they're doing sports casting and stuff so yeah it's totally an avenue that you can go down cool oh my god (laughs) i mean and i mean two of you two of the teachers in the program are current sports casters Mm -hmm. like mike like mike stubbs and jim van horn are the guys who do it for the london knights for the radio well and Uh, stubbs in particular he can just say any he can read off a grocery list and make it sound like an exciting sports cast just plainly (laughs) (laughs) i heard him like i was i went to the knights game on sunday um and there uh i was in the washroom and i heard him come on on a commercial about like air conditioning units i've never been more conditioned more interested (laughs) about air conditioning units than when mike was reading it he he talked uh, the other day about an ad break for cheese 
and yeah. what in any other instance would just be a conversation about cheese he made it sound so exciting just because of how he he plainly generally speaks and it's it's incredible but it was very intimidating the first time i met him because it's like oh god how do i compete with this what <laughs> well yeah because he's he's got like he's not only he's like really good with like his random word pick like just off the top of his head but like he's also got like a great voice a spectacular voice oh right like it's i i wish i was that good <laughs> well and he's he's pretty much the goal for i think a lot of us in the program because yeah he's he does um uh night stuff now and he used to do a lot of commentary for the uh the the, the, the flames calgary um, yeah. which I know most of the most of the people in the program, if they want to go into sports casting, a lot of them are big into hockey. For me, even as a Canadian, it's the one sport I is not my favorite. Uh but, yeah. so it's it's especially in Canada, it's a little unheard of. But uh it's yeah, he's kind of our, our end goal. So to have someone like him mentoring and, and teaching us through the program is pretty spectacular. No, Stub Stubbs is great. And I I j- usually credit him with kind of getting me more into sports mm. uh because i think actually funny funny uh you brought up the 2015 jays um that was when i stopped being into sports because oh. they yeah basically i was super into baseball super into hockey uh i even followed like a little bit of football um and what ended up happening is that yeah those jays they basically just like they just petered out in that postseason really hard yeah and then which was such a shame because they had such a good team and then that team just imploded oh yeah they were they were stuck trying to fix what they had done with that team for the next probably four years at least uh and they're, from, they're i part of me almost feels like they're still they still like, a little bit are like they just uh i think i think i mentioned to you the other day they just were finally able to finish off Tulowitzki's contract i think yeah. last year and um and it, when we when we traded for him or when we signed him uh, back in 2015, it sounded so great and just spectacular player. It's going to be so good. He lasted one year and then was just riddled with inconsistencies and injuries, and it just tanked everything. And then yeah, all the a whole bunch of other players signed didn't really work out and just fizzled out. So yeah, a little bit of a yeah. disappointing. And overall, yeah, it was and it it just it just seeing like who at the time was like my favorite team across all sports just like absolutely you know fizzle out and 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 just implode on itself was just so like i can't think of another word other than heartbreaking and it just totally killed my love for pretty much any sport i got into hockey for a while there like like a couple years back and then i think it was I think it was the last playoff run by the Leafs mm. where I was like, I'm not watching this sport anymore. <laughs> it's, it's become a running joke with the Leafs. Uh, as Man. someone who's, who's on the outside looking in, it's it's nice to kind of poke fun every so often. But as someone who's big into sports, I do I do feel for all the Leafs fans out there that are just having to really in, endure through it year after year. It's just they're they are a good team. Like they're a good team. They just. My dad has this saying, it's like uh, the the Maple Leafs are always clutching defeat from the jaws of victory, <laughs> you know, um, and it's it's it, you know, it, it got stressful. And I was like, like, I'd be sitting there watching a Leafs game, clutching the side of my chair, just being like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> right. 
like it was just stressful i was like i don't want to watch like when i want to watch sports i want to relax <laughs> <You know? laughs> see it only so, took me that one year for hockey i i used to watch hockey way back when uh, matt sundin was with the leafs and yes. uh I, I i remember all too vividly them getting beat out by the flyers uh in the playoffs that year and it was just such a crushing defeat i it just i i had to call it off i was like nope i'm done with hockey now yeah. that's it <laughs> yeah because that team that especially that that sundine team is as much as like there are some like toronto icons on that team i would not say they're as good as like our current team mm -hmm. and that was like their one big run yeah. to the playoffs Ugh. and then they just and then they were just really they were really bad for a while after yeah. that um they've gotten back now. into into consistency now but yeah they've yeah. uh Fallen into some hard times just just for playoffs, it seems. Getting consistently eliminated in the first round, even though it is consistent, does not feel good. I will say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's just, it's brutal, man. So I, I just, I just don't really watch hockey anymore. I'm trying to get into basketball right now. I was never a huge basketball person, and I'm trying to get into it as like as my winter sport. I, I was in the um, same boat. I, uh, I didn't really get into basketball until I started getting into into sneakers. And then from there, it just it it's it. I used to just refer to it as a higher tempo tennis with more people. Uh, yeah. Up until I actually started watching it, figuring out the sport, and being like, "Wow, there, there's some really really athletic people who play basketball." Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Well, it's it it it's like a fun sport to watch. Like it's it's a sport that mm -hmm. even when like the team I'm cheering for is losing, it's always a fun sport to watch. I was kind of, so. Like I'm trying to get into it a little bit more, um, but it's definitely it's definitely tough because I like with hockey and baseball, I know a lot of the rules of the sports, so it's a little easier for me to watch. I know nothing about basketball. That's I know fair. that you put the ball in the hoop. And that's about it. Well, and they got a lot of of technical things, even just talking about fouls. There's so many different kinds of just technical fouls. Uh, you have to keep track before you hit the bonus. Like it's this whole other language just for for one aspect of the rules and a lot of a lot of the easy stuff's easy to figure out like like dunks and three-pointers and uh and layups and all that but once you get into the more the the grunt work of the sport it just becomes a, a bit of a a bit of a hard to read mess sometimes yeah and that's what i'm noticing and that's and that's what actually got me off of uh what was it football i i football is is brutal i can't <laughs> I, I cannot watch football at all because it's just it's just so like there's so much rules and like at least with like basketball yeah there's a lot of rules but play is always going for the most part i just can't stand that football is just like we're gonna go for like five seconds and then we're gonna stop and then we're gonna go and then we're gonna stop and then we're gonna go and we're gonna stop and i'm like i'm just like uh, uh. well and even <laughs> as a as a big sports fan and someone who does like sports writing now uh it's I, I do understand when people say sports like like football and, and, and baseball in particular get really dry. And I can I totally understand when people think that they're they're boring sports and, and football, especially like you said, with how stop and start it is until the last quarter when it feels like everything's happening all the time. Yeah. It's it's easy to see how newer fans or people who are trying to get into it kind of hit that roadblock of man, it's a it's a little boring. It's a little dry. <laughs> so 
baseball is like I, I always say to people that like that say baseball is boring i'm like no baseball just has a consistent speed it's kind of a slower speed mm-hmm. but baseball is always moving just at this like it's always trucking along at this like at like a pretty good pace you know yeah whereas like football it's like a, it's like a five second burst of action and then we're gonna take like a minute well, to figure out everything else you know and sometimes in football, it's hard to see the plays. If uh, if there's a, a flag on the field, you don't find out what the actual call was for another minute, two minutes, and you're just kind of left being like, uh, did, "Did did someone hold something? What ha- was was there was there passing interference? Like what uh, what happened? What's going on? Right? Yeah. So, um, what what is your favorite sport? Oh, I gotta I gotta go to baseball. Uh, that's pro- it's baseball. probably it's probably the one that I know the most about. And, uh, th- yeah, uh, there's just so many different intricacies to it. And especially for, for me, who has a, a bit of a pitching background, I love the low scoring pitcher duels, um, when they are just nailing their zones, when they're like hitting sometimes up to triple digit, uh, velocities, the, ev- everything about baseball. I just, I, I, I love it. I've been glued to my phone, even in the off season, just paying attention to, uh, to trades and the free agent market. And even for my economics class, where we had to find an an economic themed topic to relate back to class, my a big fifteen hundred word essay, I did mine on the economic climate surrounding our twenty twenty two MLB free agent market, uh, just because I love the sport so much. Yeah, speaking of trades, the Jays, um, and it's uh, the Jays just traded. Teoscar uh, Hernandez. Yes, they just traded Hernandez to the Mariners. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's good and, for me. And we, we, I think, I think it. Uh, even from my perspective, I think it was a pretty even trade. I know we got one major league ready reliever and one minor league starter, but I think, mm-hmm. I think the starter last season had a one forty five ERA, and the reliever, the major league one, I think had a thirty five percent strikeout rate. So. And, yeah. and Hernandez, I think, only had one more year of control before he hit free agency. So I think I think it works well enough for, for both teams. Um, and I think I think at the rate the Jays are going, I think they're clearing to make a big outfield move because they've cleared four outfielders within the course of, um, I think, the past week, two weeks. Uh, so hoping they do yeah. something big, but uh, I'm, I'm not I've been telling them they should trade Hernandez for the past two years now. So I'm not I'm not horribly disappointed. <laughs> I think I think Hernandez is a good pickup by the Mariners. I think uh, I, I, I think they struggle agree. with the bats uh, a lot. Like you look at a lot of their a uh, lot of their players, um, they're kind of low low batting average. So Hernandez is going to be a good pickup for them. I think. Well, I'm looking at their outfield now, especially with uh, Julio as the core, is yeah. is just going to be crazy next season. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I've never been more excited for to watch. Uh, baseball that I am right now, so it's just a great. What's sport. a? Oh, it is just a, <laughs> such a great sport. They're just I, like I. I have to show people like videos of like why I love baseball because it's like there's just so much like heart in baseball and and I like the fact that it is it is probably one of the few actual t- team sports like uh because some some. Like I think like basketball and hockey, you know, you can have a team be carried yeah. by one player. Like I don't think the Oilers do anything without McDavid and Dreisaitl, you yeah. know? 
Um, baseball, you, you know, need, you need everybody to be on their game. If you have a great team, but your first baseman is terrible defensively, that that could ruin your entire game just in a heartbeat. Uh, well, look at the Angels. Yeah, right. Oh the Angels have have two of the best players in the league, and they're garbage. And, <laughs> and they find a way of just <laughs> messing up pitching every single year. Right? Like, how are you going to be bottom, like, basically bottom of the league with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout? <laughs> well, it, it, even, right? even if you just had one of them, that's that's the centerpiece of a whole team. Having two, you you should have some sort of success. But the poor Angels, oh my God, they go through it poor, every poor year. Angels. <laughs> I feel so terrible for <laughs> Angels fans. It is. It's probably rough because like you got the Dodgers also in that mm-hmm. area and the Dodgers just blow the angels out of the water. Um, but that's not surprising. The Dodgers are always good. Yeah, uh, fair. They've, they've just been dominant for so long and they are so good at just throwing money at the wall and seeing what happens. So. Well, yeah. And baseball's got that thing. You know, they talk about it in uh, what is it? Moneyball with the mm-hmm. whole unfair compare it. Like, the Dodgers and the Yankees got just so much money and then small market teams like, you know, Oakland and Seattle. Yeah. They have a really hard time with uh, getting players. Yeah. And, but that's what makes it interesting, I think, <laughs> is that it's an inherently unfair sport in a way. Uh, so that's what makes stuff like the the Mariners making their uh, playoff comeback yeah it's so it, interesting it makes those underdog stories just hit that much harder uh, mm-hmm. which is just one of the reasons why baseball is so exciting is because there's just so many different storylines going on at the same time and even even as a jays fan who got decimated by the mariners in uh in game two I yeah. as soon as we lost that game, I instantly was like, okay, no, now I'm cheering for the Mariners because they're just a really good young scrappy team that uh it gets it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. This is the this is the first time that I'm looking at a Mariners team and being like, yeah, this is I feel like they could do something big next year. Oh yeah. They had a really good season this year, but they just had a little bit of like low time. Yeah, they had a they had a um, slow start and a slow finish pretty much in the season. Yeah, but that middle part of the season, Ooh. dude. Oh, yeah, they, they were going nuts. Uh, it was, it was, it was great. So before we wrap up, I got some quick fire questions for you. Oh, oh I love it to kind of get to get people to know you a little bit better. Dun, dun, so, dun. Uh, favorite on-campus eatery. Oh, ooh, I got. Oh. If it's if it's what I eat at most, it is the stir fry place in the Oasis. Um, I, get? I always will get a, uh, the Italian sausage with the noodles and soy sauce and then a whole bunch of vegetables mixed in. Uh, it's so good. It's so great. But if, if, if we're going with what I think is the best place, I, I got to go right next door beside that and go for the pasta place right beside the surf place in the Oasis. I tried it just for the first time the other day and whew. I had a what, sausage Alfredo, and it was spectacular. I'll have to give it a try. My my go to is always the uh, two egg breakfast. Oh, nice! Yeah, no it's good just, call. It's 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 cheap. It's a ton of food. I'm gonna have to bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> had that brief moment. A, was like, oh my god, can we curse on here? No, but <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it's a lot of food and it's it's just good. And who doesn't like who doesn't like, you know, sunny side up eggs with some bacon and toast? It's, you know, it's just a nice comfort meal. And especially on days where you're 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 studying for something or you're you're crunching writing a story. It's just it's it's a nice, nice comfort meal. It's good to have. Uh, what's your favorite Interroban cover? Oh, the last one. I mean, it's hard to argue against the last the just this past one for the, uh, the for the finance issue. Um, the finance one was really good. <laughs> there were no punches pulled on that cover. And no. uh, I loved it. I loved talking with uh, with uh, Hannah, the, the uh, head editor, about it. And um, yeah, uh, it was I was so happy that, to see it when it released. That's a really yeah. No, I got to say of the of the most recent like like this year. Yeah, that's probably the best one we've had so far. <laughs> it's a hard to argue, hard, hard to argue against it. Yeah. Um, any news story you're following right now? Uh, I'm I'm following a couple. Um, we've had some some slight developments off of one story. There's actually uh, some things that I can't tell you because we're still getting a lot of information for it and uh, getting roadblocked left and right. Um, but we are we are covering one story off of uh, off of a, a sports article. Funny enough, uh, had an interview scheduled with someone, um, shot them one question, and instantly the entire tone of the interview changed off of that one question, um, and it's devolved into a lot where we're talking to students we're tra- we're talking to some faculty we're talking to outside sources and uh currently developing it but it's a uh, it's good experience kind of getting roadblocked but it's uh you, you'll have to let me know about it because <laughs> yes that sounds interesting it is pretty um, it's pretty deep uh we're we're excited about it we're just we're looking for a really really good solid foundation to get going on of course of course uh best recent sports moment best recent sports moment yeah, Ooh. like within the last year or so. Oh, uh, let me think about that. The 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 one that I'm I'm thinking off the top of my head, um, just because it was it was really recent. Um, I'm a I'm a big Vikings fan for for football, uh, NFL. Um, and just this past weekend, they faced off against the uh, the Buffalo Bills, who came into yep. the season as kind of the the top touted number one team, and uh, this. The the Vikings have had a pretty good start to the season, but this was the one game where I was kind of mentally like, okay, this will really show how good they are. They ended up winning in overtime against the Bills. Um, Justin Jefferson, one of the their their best wide receiver, had a spectacular um, one handed catch uh, while under pressure by I think um, uh, two uh, uh, Bills players. And he was able to to catch it one handed midair, reel it in, and uh, keep it in control, not touch the ground. And it was it was pretty spectacular to watch. Not the biggest moment, the but for me as a Vikings fan, it was pretty big. <laughs> I saw I saw the clip, and uh, I like the Vikings also. Oh. And yeah, that was that was pretty sick. <laughs> They're so good. And that trade deadline was spectacular as a Vikings fan to watch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and finally, what are you watching or reading right now? Any any show, movie, book, anything? Um, I mean, we just finished watching House of the Dragon, uh, which was mm. spectacular. Um, I am in the process of running uh, Danica, my fiance, through Dexter because uh, she's never seen it before, uh, and that one is a, is a show that I've 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 watched for years. Um, I think further than that, not not too too much. Uh, we, we just got our, our Amazon prime subscription back. Um, student pricing's great. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. so we're, we're, we're probably going to finish off, 
um, a show called The Great, uh, which is about Catherine the Great and her reign. It's kind of a a, a, a historic comedy, um, and it's it's really fun. It's really fun to watch. It's a good show. I'll have to I'll have to check that out. So, uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you for joining me this week. I uh, uh, hope you had fun. Oh, tons of fun. It was great being here. <laughs> it's just nice to right. nice to just chat around for a little bit. It's lovely. Yeah, exactly. I love I love doing the reporter rants episodes because they're so they're so chill. <laughs> uh, anyways, thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Interrobang. As always, you can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Pick up your copy of the Interrobang on Newsstands Now, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe. For the Interrobang, I'm Ben Harriatha. The Interrobang podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex-bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply.